Nothing important. Matt Reyes. Thanksgiving evening. Turkey in the system. Stuffing in the system. I'm Puerto Rican. Benita in the system. Rice and bean in the system. Moet in the system. Thoughts in the system. That's why the fuck I'm here. Not just the fact that I like to stick to my goddamn commitment. I do one a motherfucking day. Deal with it. Don't run out. Endless well. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Not just those simple things. You know? But also, I got some thoughts in my system. I was sitting around. I I had an amazing evening. Had an amazing evening. Ate good food. That's okay. You know what I mean? Safe environment. That's a plus. Icing on the cake. Cherry on the motherfucking cake. What is the cake? I don't care where you went for Thanksgiving. I don't care what you ate. I don't care how the pictures looked. I don't care how the videos looked. All of that is surface. What's important? What is important? It's the people you spend time with. It's the people you spend time with. Was it a positive experience? Was it free of bullshit? That's what matters. I had that experience. That's what I'm thankful for. That's the question that you ask on a Thanksgiving. You ask people, what are you thankful for? What is it that you're thankful for? Is it your success? Is it the opportunities that you're breathing through your fucking lungs? Is it a nice car? Is it a beautiful woman? Is it your health? Today, my thankful is bullshit free. That's what I was thankful for. Bullshit free. It's being around people I could fucking trust. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. You know? And these people, I don't just trust them just because they're family. Because you can't trust the entirety of your family. That's just the reality. When you grow up, you start to recognize that people are people. It doesn't matter if you have the same blood coursing through your veins. Human beings are human beings. They do what they want to do. They are who they are. It would be very foolish. It would be very naive. It would be more so futile to invest time and energy and emotion into expecting people who are kin to always align with you or have your best interest in hand. But I'm lucky. I don't believe in luck, but that's the word I'm using to express it because we're talking with emotion right now. I'm lucky. You know, I have people that I can trust that I I can also call family. That's a beautiful thing. I'm thankful for that. And it inspired a lot of thinking. Something comes from like an energy of being lighthearted and at peace and contented. Once again, not in the material sense. Not in a, uh, like my belly's full. Not in a sense of relaxation. Or feeling like I crossed the fucking finish line. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like spiritually. Having a moment of bullshit free loving energy. That brings about in myself a sense of creativity. And I was thinking about shit man. I was thinking about the world. I was thinking about people. I don't know. What do you guys think man? When you observe, observe people around you right now. I feel like this time in America is shaky. 
I'm not talking about on the, the highest levels. I'm not talking about politicians. I am not talking about celebrities. I'm not talking about race relations between celebrities beefing in the mainstream. I'm not talking about misinformation. I am not talking about polarizing topics, gossip. I'm not talking about any of that shit. I'm talking about people on the ground level. They're bitter. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It feels like people are bitter. And when I look at bitterness, I feel like there are initial emotions and there are secondary emotions when I think about it. There's secondary emotions. Anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is a secondary emotion. It is followed by an initial hurt. That's what anger is. Somebody hurts you. And that's what you felt initially. And that transitions into anger. And I feel like when I think about bitterness, typically the initial emotion behind bitterness is fear. People are afraid. And so when you live a life that contradicts their investment of fear, that contradicts the things that they're staying away from because they think those things would lead them to a life that is unsure and unpredictable and therefore unfit for a healthy future. When you live a life in opposition to those fears that they hold, bitterness comes about. I don't think it has anything to do with the material. I don't think it has anything to do with the money. I don't think it has any. That's what we think. But what are we really feeling? If you think about it. I think people feel bitter because they witness somebody who's not afraid. I can't help anybody with that shit. That's (laughs) that's on you. But I look at like the collective, the masses, America right now, and I really do, I, re- I really do believe that. I really believe, as I'm observing humanity right now, I think there's a lot of bitterness, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of confusion. So many things are going on right now as well. The things that were unpopular to talk about publicly are kind of getting into the the consensus narrative. And it has to be uncomfortable for folks. I'll give you a couple examples. Number one, for the last three years, we've been over inundated with information telling us to get vaccinated. You had very few figures in the public eye that were against it. You got powerful people. Nonetheless, these are extremely powerful people who are heads of industry, whether that be entertainment media or technology um, I'm referring to guys like Tesla, not Tesla, you <laughs> see uh, Elon Musk. I'm referring to guys like Joe Rogan, people who have humongous platforms that had the nuts to in the midst of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, pushing out so many narratives that every government official was echoing that we need to wear masks that we need to get vaccinated with an experimental vaccine. While that was happening, you had a couple of guys, really, that I can remember, that were against the shit. That were saying, I'm not, I'm not with it. <laughs> I'm not with it, and it also don't scare me. And 
it's funny because as quickly as there was this rash of fear, which I think was the biggest virus that was spread, this panic, you know, that spread across this nation, as quickly as that rose up, it hit a climax and it fell twice as quickly. And all of a sudden, everything's gone. The pandemic's over. I don't think people are getting COVID like that anymore. There's so many people that were not vaccinated. They just came out with a statistic recently. This is scary to me. This is scary to me, ladies and gentlemen. There's a statistic that says that currently, I'm not talking about through the last three years, currently, the majority of deaths related to the COVID-19 pandemic, the virus, not a disease. I remember when they switched those words around, disease and virus. It's not a disease. It is a virus like a flu. The majority of deaths of fatalities caused by COVID-19 are not the previous statistics. I think the previous statistics were like three core morbidities. Right now, the majority of the people who are not most likely, I'm talking about the people who are actually dead, mostly, are people who are vaccinated. And so the narrative shifts. The narrative shifts toward people saying that it was bullshit. I think that causes fear. I think the secondary emotion is bitterness. People feel lied to. They feel tricked. More importantly than being lied to, more importantly than being tricked, the emotion of feeling like you got got, that's a tough one to sit with. Especially when it's public. Especially when it's public information. When it's no longer refutable. When the characters that came out in the mainstream that were condemning people, that were psychologically castrating human beings for having opinions against the media consensus, especially when it's that public and it just, those guys disappear. And all of a sudden, a new narrative starts to wake up. And regardless if it's pushing in your face or not, it has to be, it has to elicit a sense of fear and a sense of bitterness because nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to feel stupid. Nobody wants to feel stupid. I remember I grew up in the hood <laughs> and I got that lesson early in life. I wasn't a stupid kid. I was valedictorian in elementary school. What does that mean for a kid that was born in the projects? If you are from the projects in New York City, you know that every New York City NYCHA, New York City Housing Authority, Every project complex in New York has a public school located in the projects. You can imagine, not the best education. So I don't know what this means. I don't know. This is not me fucking measuring my dick to you guys. But I was a valedictorian in elementary school. But I remember that lesson that I learned very early on. Nobody wants to feel stupid. Nobody. I remember the biggest, baddest motherfucking kid came to school and he did his homework after never doing his fucking homework. And the teacher shouted him out and said, yo, you did your homework. You never do your homework. You did your homework and it was good. And the look on this kid's face, the look on this kid's face, <laughs> the biggest, baddest motherfucker in the hood, the look on this kid's face taught me a lesson. I was like, oh, he's happy. He's relieved. He's elating. 
He doesn't feel stupid anymore. Nobody wants to feel stupid. It's a horrible feeling. It's a scary feeling. And so narrative shift, and I feel like that is to cause a lot of the fear that's going on. And then that secondary emotion of bitterness. Something else that I was looking at. And I, I want to hear people's thoughts on this one. Is this, this is really fucked up. COVID-19 pandemic, it's enough confusion. It's enough fucking spin cycle. It's enough news media coverage. It is enough that it just vanished like a goddamn David Blaine trick. It's enough of that fucking illusionary, illusionary feel. There's something that happened in a smaller cycle of time that I find to be very fucked up that I don't think people are talking about enough. The fact that the student loan forgiveness program has been paused, has been paused right right in time for election cycle. What do people think about that? Feels like you get a whole bunch of people excited. Feels like you get a whole bunch of people excited that this country is finally going to take care of them. And then... Now they got to bite their nails and hope the next president feels with the last president. Because isn't that how that works? Even if Joe Biden puts something in action, when he's out of office, he's out of office. The next guy could just say, fuck that, right? Or am I wrong? So how real was that, you know? That's another lesson I learned. Information is powerful. You know, this is what people don't want to hear. You watch all these videos about manifestation. You watch all these videos about people talking about keeping a mental attitude positive about this, that, and the third. What people don't want to fucking hear is that information is the most powerful thing on this fucking planet. It's not free. It isn't free. You got to pay. And a lot of times it's with suffering. Sorry to tell you, that's just the reality. I learned this lesson before. I learned this lesson before. It's not your fucking money until you spend it. Until it's spent. It's not yours. And so what has happened in this nation again? Now this is on pause. I'll make a motherfucking crystal ball pred- prediction. Like I did during the pandemic. That that was all horseshit. And the people who didn't get vaccinated. Will be vilified in the future. Because they'll be able to talk their fucking shit. Because nothing was going to happen to them. It was fear mongering. I'll make another prediction for you. I don't think student loans are going to be forgiven. I think this is the passing of the puck that politicians do. They're over inundated with stress, allegedly. They're over inundated with, you know, big decisions that they have to make. And I think Joe Biden implemented this with the understanding that it would take time. But very curious to me is that he implemented this student loan forgiveness right in time for a new election cycle. And I think as things are not looking so sweet for him, he's like, eh, let's put this shit on pause. He didn't put it on pause, but it was put on pause. And I don't see a lot of fighting on his side. I don't see a lot of fighting. And so let's hope the next president is a a Democrat, right? <laughs> Not a lot of evidence that would show that that's going to be the case. And it's fucked up, man. I think all these subconscious factors, the fact that people feel like they've been tricked, 
with the pandemic, the fact that people feel like they've been tricked in finance, the fact that people feel like they've been tricked with student loan forgiveness, all these factors combined, they generate so much fear. But guess what? You got to wake up and go to work tomorrow. You got to wake up and make money tomorrow. You got to wake up and try to act like you're fucking free in society, right? can't walk around fearfully. So what happens? People transmute that fear into bitterness. And it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Because I don't think people are even conscious of what they're doing, their actions or how they're coming across to people. I think it is just a lot of subconscious shit that people have to work out. It's rough. It's fucking rough. And I have nothing but empathy and sympathy for people. I sound brutal in my delivery of this information. It's not with that. I have a loving fucking heart. I don't want to see people suffer. I don't want to see people have less. I don't want to see people be tricked. I've experienced all of this. I grew up in the fucking slums. I grew up in the, in the holy ghetto. In the most famous hood on the planet. Who doesn't know where Harlem is? And it was as fucked up as you can imagine. I don't have it bad in my heart for people. I don't speak with condemnation on people who got fucking duped. I'm just passionate about it and I speak direct. And I'm being fucking honest. Like, shit is fucked up and people don't even know that they're afraid. Because they keep on getting tricked. It's rough, man. It is rough. I find it so crazy as well because, you know, I did mention a couple guys like Elon Musk came out. I remember he had an interview where he was talking about COVID-19 and he has a global perspective. He's also a brilliant guy. He's also a super rich guy. All of these factors contribute to a, an analysis and a, um, a, a, a wide spectrum of vision to analyze information. You know, he's not just looking from the same perspective that we have, which is like an individual bubble, whether you live in California, you live in New York, or you live in Texas, or you live in Wyoming, you know, where all these different states have these imaginary borders and these uh, bubble mentalities, these cultures that are assigned politically, religiously, culturally to these different geographical areas in the country. This individual who didn't really buy into the bullshit of the pandemic, Elon Musk, has a true bird's eye view for those factors that are discussed. And so it's understandable that he came to that conclusion. But yet and still, a guy like that could come out and say, like, yo, I'm not afraid and I got 50 motherfucking billion. Think about this logically, ladies and gentlemen. If you have that much, you got something to lose. And if that guy's not afraid, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. What the fuck do I got to lose? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy's got everything to fucking lose. And he's saying, eh, not really, not really worried. We just saw, you know, some of this propaganda and all this stuff happen over here and over there, Europe or Asia and all this other stuff. And it cycled out and it rinsed out and turned out to just be panic. You know, whether you want to ingest that as maliciousness, as there's some type of secret society that is fucking with people's brains or you kind of want to just accept the logical viewpoint of it 
is that something happened that was unprecedented and most people are not smart. Including those people who make powerful fucking choices that impact the masses. Most people are not smart. I think that was proven. The other guy I mentioned, Joe Rogan. This guy, they try to fucking annihilate him. (laughs) Do I think Joe Rogan is the smartest guy on the planet? No. I think he's an individual with a very unique uh, circumstance. Imagine your job was to speak, speak, to sit and speak and interview the most knowledgeable, intelligent, gifted people as it pertains to their unique craft or industry on a daily basis. You would acquire eventually some powerful knowledge. And that's why I think a guy like Joe Rogan could put two and two fucking together and be like, listen, I'm not saying COVID is not real. I'm not saying that this shit is not something we should be paying attention to or talking about, but I am saying that maybe if you fucking exercise (laughs) and eat correctly, possibly you would have a greater chance of fighting that. And he went on that side of the argument and took some medicines that were known to help the immune system in times of compromise. And he did pretty fucking all right. And they try to castrate him. They had fucking Sanjay Gupta on his show. And he he slayed this nigga. He made him look like a fucking idiot. It's a one. I really do think he's kind of responsible for us collectively looking at news media uh, with less power. Kind of like they're silly. You know? He's a good bullshit detector. Really great interview to go watch. But I think about these guys. I'm like, yo, people got that example, but they're still so fucking indoctrinated with fear that you're looking at guys who have incredible perspective on not just the bubble that's around them, not the the city that they live in, their family, the things that are confining them into not having a a real wide range of vision. People who are well-traveled, who have a lot to fucking lose. And they're telling you, Think about it this way. And people still are so invested into their fucking fear. I think that's what's happening right now is that people are coming out of the fucking cave and looking at the sun and they're shocked. They're shocked that they got got. Once again, for whatever reason, if you want to interpret this as a conspiracy or if you want to think about it like I fucking think about it, like people are not that smart. They're not as smart as you thought. It's up to you. You know? How did I fucking get here talking about Thanksgiving? I I, I was inspired to have these thoughts and to be passionate about this and express it the way that I'm expressing it because I did have the the evening that I had and I'm around people that I can trust and I could be myself around. And it did open my heart to an extent where I could be, where I could be genuine, where I could be honest. And that frame of mind made me think about these things. I think about on a daily basis. It made me think about them and and you just have the balls to fucking say it. Not in a way, once again, of condemning people, but it's just to like, wake up. Wake up. You know, you keep on waiting around for help. And you end up helpless. One day you got to see for yourself 
You have to think for yourself. Be logical. And it's difficult. We all do need guidance. We all do need leaders. We all do need people that have access. Once again, I just explained the example of two guys who were kind of counter uh, the COVID fucking hysteria. And they are two extremely successful individuals. I'm not saying go follow those guys. I'm not saying go follow those guys. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to find logic in the example of others. And that would help you if you're not equipped yet to think on that level, to have that level of perspective. It's not in judgment. I'm not speaking in fucking judgment. I'm, I, I, I come from shit. I come from shit. It, it's a tooth and nail fight for me to learn how to think with the miseducation, with the low access to information, with the neglect, with the abuse in my community. It is a fucking uphill battle that I'm still fighting and I'm not perfect. What I am saying though is that you can look and be logical and let go of the fucking fear. Let go of the fear. Stop being afraid. Stop fucking being afraid of shit. Stop investing in the fear. You put your money behind it, you lost it. You put your your life behind it, your time behind it, you lose it. People put their minds behind it, they're losing their minds. That's all I'm seeing now. I'm seeing fearfulness cloaked in bitterness. I'm not mad that you're mad at me. I'm not mad that you're mad at me. And I see you're afraid. I want you to see what I see. You don't got to be afraid. That's pretty motherfucking deep. <laughs> After Thanksgiving dinner, you know what I mean? It's honest. <clears throat> Being honest, you know. I think that's all I got, man. Um, I think that is all I got. You know, I I, I don't want to just leave it on that because I hate when people go and they diagnose problems and they don't provide solutions. I don't want to be like corny or typical. I know people see, you got to realize this too. When like people online and they got all this game and they're giving you all these tips and you know, there's all these people that are telling you the, the ways that you can improve your life and all these other, there's, you got to realize there's truth in what they're saying. It is game. It is game, but it ain't good game. They wouldn't be able to sell it. They wouldn't be able to make the money that they're making off of it. If there wasn't no truth in there. So it's your job to filter out the bullshit. You don't got to click the buy link. You don't got to click the like. You don't got to do none of that. Just open your fucking mind. And think about what you're consuming. Think about it. Think about the individuals who have proved to you. That they mean no malice. That they're giving free game. And then think about those other individuals switch their opinions when it's appropriate you know during the fucking pandemic somebody who might be fucking obsessed obsessed with complying obsessed and all of a sudden they shut the fuck up it's crazy to me that's crazy to me that's wild on like a man-to-man level too like just the way i fucking grew up i'm not talking about on a level of like 
Whatever the fuck they doing. You know, it's not a personal thing. It's like a man-to-man thing. It's like, yo, you flipping on your word. That's wild. That's wild. And then you got to also throw some extra respect. You know, I, I part of me is petty. Ladies and gentlemen, part of me is petty. There is like an aspect of I fucking told you so. There is. There is. It's not. It's not in celebration of anybody's pain. It's more so in vindication that when I was tested with my beliefs that I held them. There's no feeling like that. There's no feeling like that. Um, and this is coming from a guy who's gotten got before. I got got different ways. I, maybe I didn't fall for getting the, the vaccination or thinking that they was going to clear some type of student debt. You know what I'm saying? Or this company, the company, company was the right word. It's a Freudian slip. This country gives a shit about the people. You know, maybe I didn't fall for that. But I fell for other shit before, man. I fell for other shit. I fell for people that I thought were my people that I know for years lining me up. You know, and beating me damn near to fucking death. I fell for that, for some material shit. You know what I'm saying? I fell for loved ones hurting me and me being so naive to think that some change occurred because when I was up, you know, they they begged for forgiveness and then going through that cycle once again and there was no change. You know, and understanding that sometimes people that have your bloodline, it's just opportunity that they're looking for. I fell for things. So I'm not coming as like a fucking, I figured it all out. That's not how I'm coming. I'm I'm speaking from a perspective of passion. And maybe I'm grateful to myself that I really held true to what I believe for once. And I've seen the change occur to me. And so if I was making the mistakes and I changed, and it's possible for you as well. It is possible for you as well. It's not all going to, you know, it is confusing. It is a refixing of your mind. It is re, and the answers are not in going and, and, and trying to fight the power and doing all. No, it's, it's about you controlling yourself. You looking in the mirror and realizing you're not mad at the government. You're not mad at Dr. Fauci. You're not mad at the vaccine. You're not mad at Joe Biden. You're not mad at any of these people. You're mad at yourself because you fell for it. You're mad at yourself. So that's what you got to work on. I say that with love. You know? I say that with love. I think I'm going to call it a motherfucking podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? What am I going to call this one, motherfucker? Versatility. No, that's not the right word. I'm, I'm so stupid. That's not even the right word. Versatility. I don't know. Nothing to do with Um, What was I saying? Vindication. No, I'm not going to call it. That's kind of asshole-ish. I said versatility. That's funny. Um, I call this episode. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. What I what I will say is that for anybody who's been a continual listener to Nothing Important podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Um, thank you for tuning into the show. This is a motherfucking show, and go onto my Instagram, like the reels, like the posts. Until next time.